Welcome to Not Your Pastor's Pulpit, the place where ordinary people proclaim an extraordinary Jesus. Hey guys, today we have Brandon Andrus. I'm so excited for this one, buddy. I know. Dude, I love not just this sermon, but this guy, man. He's a great dude. And he was on our uh, podcast, episode 28. Not today, legalism. That was such a good episode. And he had so many wise words. And you know what, Jason? If you're looking for some more wise words from Brandon Andrus, if you love this sermon that he's gonna about to deliver, if you love the episode on legalism, you can go to the Outside the Walls podcast mm-hmm. and listen to some more stuff from Brandon, and it is phenomenal. Yeah, and what he's done here is he's practically recorded an episode for us here for Not Your Pastor's Paul. Absolutely. And he gives the most like concise definition of the kingdom of God, Alex, that I think I've ever heard in this, what, seven minutes, like short sermon. Yeah. I mean, he basically puts the gospel of Matthew to a beat. Yes. And it's fantastic. So without further ado, take it away, Danny. The kingdom that Jesus preached and established was one that operated by a new set of values, a new way of thinking, and a new way of being human. This kingdom of God was nothing like the world had ever known or seen before. As such, Jesus was not preoccupied with fighting violently against the kingdoms of this world or the prevailing governmental or political order. Jesus wasn't even preoccupied with trying to reform them. He was certainly not trying to build up a bricks-and-mortar palace where he would rule from the top down. The kingdom that Jesus came to proclaim would be established so much differently than any of the other kingdoms of this world, and it would not look anything like the world had ever seen before because the people in this kingdom would do everything opposite from the ways and workings of this world. It would be a grassroots, organic movement that changes the world from the bottom up and the inside out, defying every bit of worldly wisdom in the process. When the world hits you, do not retaliate, but give the other cheek. When the world is weighing you down with heavy requests, don't just go one mile with the request, but go two miles. When the world takes everything that you have, even the coat off of your back, don't just give your coat, but go even further by offering your shirt. When the way of the world harbors anger and holds grudges, be the one who forgives your friends and your enemies alike. Don't just forgive once, but forgive and forgive and forgive. When the world is quick to respond and rip a person to shreds, be the one who controls your anger and the words that come from your mouth. When the world devalues relationships and marriages, be the one who looks to the interests of others, honors commitments, and always remains selfless. When the world looks out for and protects its own pursuits and interests to the detriment of others, be the one who treats others as you would want to be treated yourself. When the world casts the stone of judgment at the center, be the one who loves and stands beside every single person without judgment. When the world shuns the outcast and pushes them to the edges of society, be one who befriends the outcast and welcomes them back into loving and healing community. When the world lords over you with power and authority, be the one who serves with the utmost humility. When the world takes the seat of honor so that it can be seen and noticed by everyone, be one who takes the seat of low position in the back of the room. When the world puts on a show of being good and pure but is corrupt at the very core, be one who is pure from the inside and let it work out through your life. When the 
the world continues in the ways of injustice and is merciless to the least in society. Be one who stands for the least and for those who cannot defend themselves by demanding justice and mercy. When the world fights and wars among themselves, be the one who always stands on the side of peace no matter the situation and no matter the circumstance. When the world insults, ridicules, and curses you, be one who blesses in return. When the evil of this world assaults you, be the one who does not resist the evil. And when the world beats you, spits upon you, and is preparing to crucify you, continue on the way of forgiveness and self-sacrificial love. That is the kingdom of God. That's the treasure of great riches that the world so desperately needs. That's the pearl of great value for which we sell everything we have in order to attain it. That is what will spread like an infection, a mustard seed, yeast within the dough, if the world would ever hear it and see it put into practice by a transformed people. That's the occupation, the proclamation, the task, and the obsession of every follower of Christ in the vineyard of the world. The kingdom of God is the full-on reign of God in the hearts and minds of those who believe in the way, life, and teachings of Jesus. The kingdom of God is embodied by those who have died to the old, tired, and worn-out ways of this world and who've been made new by the working and empowering of the Spirit of God in order to bring heaven on earth. The kingdom of God is what life looks like when God reigns in and through a person here on earth in every single thought, action, attitude, situation, and scenario. It looks like an invasion from heaven into the strongholds of a person's life, a cleaning out of the house, a light breaking into the darkness, and a constant and continual inbreaking of heaven through one's life into the world. It is a kingdom that reigns in the hearts and minds of people, not through political, governmental, bureaucratic, religious, institutional, brick and mortar systems of this world. The kingdom of God will never come through those systems because they will all pass away one day. That is why Jesus said that the kingdom of God is not something that you can see or observe. It's not visible with the eye. In fact, people will not be able to say here it is or there it is because the kingdom of God is within the hearts and minds of those who follow the way, life, and teachings of Jesus. In this way, the kingdom of God cannot be conquered, destroyed, or defeated, but it continues to grow larger and to spread from person to person all throughout the world. There is not a savage, a soldier, a maniac, a terrorist, or a world army on the face of this planet that can pin it down or extinguish it because it is growing, it is spreading, and it is all-consuming. The kingdom of God is breaking into our world like an infection to displace the kingdoms of this world and to establish the reign of God through and through in the hearts and minds and lives of people who are like Jesus in everything we do. And it is this kingdom to which we are being called right now. It's time for a revolution. If you would like to share a sermon or story about Jesus on Not Your Pastor's Pulpit, you can do so by following three simple guidelines. Keep it short, keep it Jesus, and love others. If you would like to learn more about our submission process, please go to notyourpastorspodcast.com backslash pulpit. Or listen to episode 26. Until next week, go in peace, my friends.